Hello there. What, my name? You honestly don't remember? How disappointing. It's... Well here's episode 5 of Outrageously Unnecessary. Enjoy. Okay, I gave it some silence. <laughs> okay, okay, perfect. The silence has been had. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Outrageously Unnecessary, a podcast about rich people who buy outrageously unnecessary things and or stuff. Outrageously or events. unnecessary <laughs> things slash events that have happened previously in the past, you know. All that good stuff. Great intro, Katie. Good job. Welcome Thank back to you. the mic. I'm really, I'm really feeling strong. Feel it was a strong intro. Strong I feel good intro. About it. You, you just nailed that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, you know, sometimes I think about like intros to the podcast, and I'm like, oh, it would be good if I did this, and then I end up doing something like, uh, <laughs> hi, yeah, <laughs> yeah, something that basically is like an ah, yes, hello, uh, I am here now, but then. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, it's been, uh, what, two? Two, two. Two months. Episodes? Yeah, two months since I have uh, recorded an episode. Uh, Glad to have you back, Cades. Yeah, it feels good to be back, Haley. It feels good to be back. <laughs> um, anyways, so really have no excuse for why I uh, wasn't didn't record those two episodes i was sick for one of them you were sick and, and then there was another where your dryer was uh doing or your water heater or something and then you were in arizona for a week so that is true i don't remember anything happening with the water maybe it was when we were facing the air conditioner. Ah, air conditioner air conditioner that was the yep. one air conditioner definitely took a shit definitely took a shit it's better now though right it's you not need fun. that in oklahoma Much. it's nasty there it's i'm yeah, it's supposed to snow tonight, actually. Really? Yeah, which is weird for November, but, you know, I guess I mean, that's a thing now. I mean, I'll take snow over the fact that there's ash floating on everything where I live. Yeah, I would definitely take snow over ash, for sure. Yeah, I mean, for sure. we can pretend that it's snow. <laughs> I, I feel Make like making ash. an ash snowman... <laughs> would not be as fun as making an actual snowman. These are the remnants of like, people's homes. <laughs> Ashy, the ash man. <laughs> Why do we always end up making a snowman reference? <laughs> what? Have we, have, we done, what? have we done a snowman re- We sang Frosty the Snowman in a previous episode. I just don't remember what it was about. <laughs> that is That is weird. That's... That's a weird thing to have happened. Um, <laughs> don't know how I feel about all these obscure snowman references. We have we're set comedy Anyways. that we draw on, apparently. Apparently, snowmans is like a popular topic for us or something. I think it's because Anyways. we grew up in the Anyways. desert. <laughs> we don't see snow, so we're just like, wow, snowman, it's- magical. <laughs> snow is such a magical thing. It's not. It's really not. It's not. It's awful. Okay. <laughs> And on that note, note. uh, welcome back. (laughs) Um, We've got a couple of uh, pretty, I think I have a pretty good topic for today. I've got a really good topic for today. I'm super excited for this one. And also you get to start us off because you haven't been here. So it's your turn. 
All right. So I've definitely uh, struggled with who slash what to talk about for the past, you know, two months that I haven't been here. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely took me some time to uh, find a topic that I was actually really into. You know, I've thought about talking about some other stuff. I just wasn't super passionate about it. Wait, no, share, I didn't share with that. everyone the one that you shared with me that like isn't something you can make a story out of. Just was oh, really stupid. Okay. So I was researching a topic to talk about. Um, I come across this website that it ha- it's talking about like things that only the super rich people do. And one of them was they, there's this, there's this thing called, I don't know if it's called this, but um one of the things listed was alcohol bottled after being poured on women's breasts. <laughs> For some reason, this is a thing in like rich people culture. It says... Uh, for some reason, some people like the idea of drinking or being seen with alcohol that has been spilled on women's, a.k.a. selected models, breasts. Uh, it says, don't ask. Mm. And because we live in a capitalist world, someone decided to cater to that crowd, naturally. Um, it's called G-Spirits. Oh, no. It is an alcohol brand that bottles vodka, whiskey, and other drinks that have been poured over breasts of models. They even specify details about the models and talk about the unique flavor they add to the drink. You mean like sweat? <laughs> right? Like body odor. Mm. B.O. of a model. The breast B.O. of a model. That is just lovely. <laughs> and then the next one was gold pills that turn shit into gold. It just reminds me of that they Family make- Guy episode where he's just yeah. like, oh, we're handsome people. Take these pills. It'll make your farts smell like cinnamon rolls. <laughs> What the fuck? Do you not remember that episode? It's a very no. it's a very early Family Guy episode where Peter gets liposuction and becomes handsome. Oh, I do remember that episode. I was gonna say, yeah, I'm, I'm a little shocked you didn't know that one right off the bat since you love Family Honestly, Guy so much. Honestly, it's an obscure Family Guy reference, and I haven't watched Family Guy in a long That's time. That's true. You're actually. more South Park now. I'm super into South Park right now. <laughs> anyway, so. I found that, but it wasn't something that I could talk about for you know, an entire podcast episode. Mm-hmm. So then um, you actually sent me a link to this really strange and interesting article that um, is about this guy uh, who I'm going to talk about today. So the title of the article is This Pretend Billionaire Threw Insane Parties for Celebrities and Then Vanished. Just the title of the article so well, intriguing is enough to be like, what the fuck? So um, my topic today is about a guy by the name of Joe Lowe. His name is spelled J-H-O-L-O-W, first and last name. Okay. So this guy named Joe Lowe. Uh, oh, and just for the record, everyone listening, um, Haley didn't read the article. It was actually sent to her by her boyfriend <laughs> and she passed it on to me. I know. I, I saw um, the title I, and I knew Katie was struggling and I was like, OK, I want to look at it. I want to look at it. I'm just going to give it to her. <laughs> Which is a difficult thing to do because it's a super inter- enticing uh, title. I want to know more. I want to know more so badly. So this guy named Joe Lowe. Um, he is something which um, casino and nightclub operators refer to as a whale. And um, whales are referred to as uh, basically the biggest spenders in, you know, nightclubs, casinos, basically 
a scene, any sort of scene where you spend a lot of money, whales are the people who spend the most money. Okay. Um, he is actually known as the biggest whale in uh, Las Vegas, St. Tropez, and New York. Don't know where St. Tropez is. is. Neither do I, but Las Vegas and New York, he is known as the biggest whale in both of those places, which is... That's a title. That is quite a title. So um, I kind of looked into his background and his family comes from, you know, decent money. But um, I guess that this guy, he always uh, basically wanted to show people that he had more money than he actually did. He walked around like he was this fucking big baller dude who acted like he had a lot more money than he did. But then when he started his own, I don't know if he started his own. Uh, oh, yeah. it's a, He's. He doesn't take his money from his family money. He's actually he's the mastermind behind a state owned Malaysian investment fund known as one MDB. OK, um, so, wait, so he's, uh, does his family have money anyways? Yeah, his family has money anyways, but not as much money as he wanted to have, oh, basically. Got it. So, so he's he's got he goals. Is the, yeah, he is like the creator of this um, Malaysian investment fund, which is where uh, his money comes from. However, he uh, he did a lot of money laundering. Oh, okay, that's. Illegal. Good job, Jolo. (laughs) It is. um, So the U.S. Department of Justice claims that uh, Jolo helped siphon off billions from um, his Malaysian investment fund through fraudulent deals and complex money laundering. Oh, my God. Um, And basically, he so he he laundered this money uh, by moving it through a series of Swiss banks and shell accounts uh, that basically squandered it. It's always so that he could do these outrageous things with his money. So uh, I don't understand uh, how money laundering works in any way. Oh God, neither do I. Neither do I. But it's super illegal, and um, he he definitely got caught for it. Oh God. Oh deets, deets, deets. Okay, so uh, Joe Lowe is uh, this. It's 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 crazy because he doesn't have this like rags to riches story. He definitely comes from a wealthy family. But when he went to when he went to school, he went to this elite school called Harrow, a school in London. And um, he when he went to school there, he actually got to know the stepson of Malaysia's future prime minister. And when he met him, he longed to become a true member of the billionaire class, basically. Okay. so (laughs) basically, um, he started his Malaysian investment fund or whatever, and uh, he wanted to be seen with celebrities and he wanted to be seen in like the high society and the elite, like with the elite people of the world. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you some stuff about him. Um, let me tell you some of the things uh, that that this article says about him. It's, it says that he is... Uh, he basically gives people the impression that he was rich and that he could make you rich and that he had a lot of rich friends. And that I guess that was a really critical component of the way that he did business is basically faking being a rich person. And um, this, this really kind of blew my mind. Uh, even as a kid, he would take uh, steps to make himself appear richer than he was. In a fantastic example, he borrowed a big yacht from a friend of his father's and charged some or changed some of the pictures in of like his 
like his friend's father and his family on the oh yacht my God. to his <gasps> own family oh my God. to give the impression to his friends that he was spending the summer or his friends at the Harrow, the school he went to, that he was visiting family on his below family He's yacht over the summer. Movie. <gasps> yes, exactly. Oh my god, that's the plot that like a twelve-year-old would go. <laughs> yep, he he changed the photos of his friend and his friend's family on this yacht <laughs> to him and his family on this yacht to show his friends like. Yeah, I was just chilling on my yacht. Well, uh, we were over summer vacation. It's whatever. Yeah, it's totally, totally my yacht. We've had this yacht for this old thing. <laughs> Yo, oh, the old yacht, the old family yacht. <laughs> so, um, and another pretty horrible uh, story is that um, he he once threw a party at a club, and uh, unbeknownst to the people who attended his party. He stiffed the owner on the bill for months oh. and only paid a fraction of the total in the end. Well, this guy sounds like a Malaysian Donald Trump. He's basically an asshole. I, I um, stand where I'm at. <laughs> you, you do. You do. Um, so let me tell you about some of the things that he actually owns. Um, okay. One of the things that he owns, he owns a $35 million private jet, which I, I, I found some photos of on this website. Oh, please send them to me. <laughs> I absolutely will. It is, um, it's a big ass private jet. Like, I feel like it's far too big for a private jet, but I think. Is it like a the, Boeing uh, 747 and he's just like, it's mine. It's all mine. <laughs> I sent you a picture of it. Uh, Oh. Basically, I feel like it's unnecessarily large, but of course the, the other tail of it is fucking painted gold. Yeah, naturally, like right. And the wingtips. Um, wow. Yeah, he's like super, super into this jet. But not only that private jet, he also owns a um, equity in music labels like EMI. Mm-hmm. Not sure what that is. Um, masterpieces by Van Gogh. He owns two Van Gogh masterpieces. Oh, which ones? Masterpieces. Um, he owns. You had no idea. Oh, I do don't you? know. <laughs> nope. I thought that this website said, but he owns two paintings by Pablo Picasso. Wow. Um, he owns two paintings by Manet for worth like $35 million, $58 million, $40 million, $3 million. Like He's picking the just, impressionists and I appreciate that. They are the best artists. <laughs> I, well, very per- true, Picasso's but, not a depressionist. He's a piece of shit, but. <laughs> um, but I think that probably his most prized possession, it seems like, because a lot of what went down with his money laundering um, had to do with, he owns a $250 million private yacht. So oh, the, his the friend's yacht name, wasn't good enough, was it? No, no. The pretend friend's yacht was not good enough. His yacht's name is Equanimity. And let me send you a picture of it. Equanimity. It's not, equanimity? I, it's Equanimity, yeah. Oh, it's, oh Jesus um, Christ. It's an impressive yacht. It's fucking That's huge. not a yacht. That's just, that's, it's that's a, a big ass boat. Like, it is a big ass boat. So um, I found some interesting facts about his oh, yacht. Oh, please tell me. Um, so his yacht is worth $250 million. That's too much. It is the, absolutely. It is the um, 
it's either the 54th or the 60th largest yacht in the world. So it's not the biggest. He's still living a reasonable life with, you know, the 60th largest yacht in the world. Um, but let me tell you about the number of rooms that it has. Here. Oh, no. Uh, the cabin, configura- cabin configuration comprises one master room, four VIP staterooms, and four double cabins. So um, it can hold 17 guests. So if you're going to a party on his yacht, it's, uh, it's a floating hotel. There. Got it. Essentially, yeah. It can accommodate um, up to 26 guests and 30 crew at one time. It can sleep 17 guests. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I think that this, this list of the equanimities on board facilities is really funny because some of these are like what the fuck are they listed okay so it's got a jacuzzi uh-huh. a sauna because the jacuzzi is not good no, you enough. gotta be able to sweat a everything out absolutely a helicopter landing of course pad, a swimming pool and also a swimming platform not sure what a swimming platform standard. is standard continue it's got a beach club I don't know what you do in that room. What? It's got a beauty salon. Don't know what a beach club is. Beauty salon. It's got a gym. It's got a spa because the jacuzzi and the sauna were not enough. Um, it's got an elevator. For some reason, it was necessary to list the How elevator. How facilities. It's got a movie theater. It's got a tender garage. It's got a Turkish bath because the spa, jacuzzi, and sauna <laughs> are not enough. It's got a steam room in case you want you know, a wet heat, not a dry heat. No, but a sauna um, is a wet got, heat. Oh, okay. Well, it's got a steam room for double wetness. Apparently, they're different. <laughs> it's got an owner's study and it's got a private hot tub because the jacuzzi, sauna, uh, spa, <laughs> Turkish bath, and steam room were not enough. So let's just say you're going to be very wet on this. You're going to be very wet. Oh. You're going to be very wet and very hot, <laughs> very sticky. Yeah, it's a very. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> let me send you uh, some of these pictures Jesus. of the uh, inside of his yacht. It is nuts. Okay, so what I'm looking at um, here is it's like an all lit up jacuzzi that has like fountains going into it. And then also, yep. but it's like also the dining room with like a nice chandelier is overlooking the deck with the jacuzzi on it. And it's all dolled up like people are going to be dining with the queen later. Yep. Wow. No, they're going to be dining with Joe Lowe. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I will say the lounge, this, this lounge deck thing, that looks cozy. I could read a book there. I could read a book in this yacht lounge. Yes. yes. It's, um, hey, I'd like to cozy up underneath one of them umbrellas and, and get, get my drinks like on that coffee table and just kind of snuggle it up. Um, the interior has some Oriental-inspired themes uh, using materials such as bamboo and gold lead and something that I cannot pronounce. Uh, it looks wenge, W-E-N-G-E. Not sure what that is, but apparently it's Not fancy. A clue. I would like to know how gold lead, what? Those are two different elements. Uh, I don't know. Not a clue. Also, gold lead? Lead? Maybe it meant gold leaf? I'm, I'm thinking like... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. It's but, probably um, gold leaf. I would assume so. This website is struggling. <laughs> Anyways, his yacht is lavish as fuck. And I feel like the fact that his yacht is so fucking nice 
is because as a little boy, he had to lie about his yacht. He had to use his friend's yacht. He's like, one day, one day the family photos in this yacht are going to actually be mine. One day they'll be true. My um, family is so going to be framed here. So basically this guy, uh, he, there were some things about him that were true. Uh, you know, like some of his money was... Um, I guess legitimate, but um, a lot of it was not. And so basically this guy got to a point in his life where celebrities wanted to be seen with him. Like he wanted to be seen with celebrities, but now they're um, seeking him out. More so, <laughs> exactly. So um, uh, let's see here. Oh, I had something else that I was going to tell you about. You'll get there eventually. I have. Oh, okay. 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 Here we go. Um, basically, so celebrities wanted to be seen with him. You know, celebrities, musicians, they wanted to be seen with him because they had this. I, everyone had this idea that he had all of this fucking money. And so Joe Lowe had friends in the nightclub world um, who could basically arrange for celebrities to hang out with him or attend his parties for a fee. What? He made celebrities pay money to come hang out with him. I just want to know how much they had to pay. Right? Like, there's no way I mean, this it was like, had- pay me 20 bucks and you could come hang out with me. It was probably like, pay me like $3,000. No, even $3,000 sounds too low. It does. Dude, it does. So, um, I mean, some of the people who came to his parties uh, grew into his friends. Um, such an example is Swiss Beats. I guess I would assume that it's the guy who invented beats because it's spelled with a Z. I don't know, but it sounds um, like a it sounds like a vegetable. If I'm being honest, Swiss, like Swiss chard. Yeah. <laughs> um, they he basically saw him as someone more than someone who tro- who uh, paid fees. He saw Joe as um, a business opportunity, oh. and he tried to help him to buy Reebok from Adidas. What? And I guess the deal went pretty far along, um, but ultimately it never went through because of um, the scandal that happened back in 2015. But what were you going to do with everybody... a shoe company, Joe? Right? Like, what the fuck was this guy going to do? Like, he's a billionaire who, like, you're going to start making shoes now? Like, he just wants to own Reebok fuck? for the sake of it being owned. I would like, would he, conti- you would have to continue making shoes. He just really is into the I tennis w- shoe scene. I, I, I guess so. Um, where's that gonna, gonna, basically, where's that gonna get you in life? It's not gonna get you nowhere, further up the billion- Joe It's gonna get him further up the billionaire list, and uh, it's going to make which of his things was like number fifty four on a list? Was it the yacht? His yacht, yeah. Well, yeah, he's he's Equanimity. he's looking for a spot number one. Reeboks is gonna get him there. Re- Reebok is gonna get it. <laughs> Reebok, are they still making shoes? That should be their slogan. <laughs> Do we even make shoes anymore? Reebok shoes? <laughs> that is actually Reebok shoes? Like, what? Um. Anyways, so more into uh, this scandal that went down in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he was found out for his money laundering. And he is... Uh, 
He's a... Uh, So You're struggling. <laughs> he's been criminally. He's been. Yeah, I am. He's been criminally indicted in Malaysia. Mm. Um, and I think that the U.S. is trying to indict him. as Well, um, but he denies all allegations of this money laundering, mm-hmm. and he set up a website to defend himself, um, which I think is kind of ridiculous. Like, it feels like he's setting up a girlfriend. Like, me. <laughs> Yeah, like, go fund me. Help me, help me not be indicted and get my yacht back. Um, They took his yacht from him because it was bought with dirty money. Equanimity, not equanimity. Yep, they took, they took equanimity from him and he was devastated. It was Um, his pride and joy. His criminal charges, so... The U.S. authorities filed a criminal case against Mr. Joe Mm -hmm. Lowe, claiming that he transferred $1 billion in funds from the Malaysian authorities to a private account. That's so much. Um, uh, yes, it is. A billion dollars is a lot of money. Um, one MDB, uh, his uh, investment company, a uh, strategic investment and development company wholly owned by the government of Malaysia, formed a uh, formed joint venture with a Saudi oil extraction company. Um, basically, they were illegally transferring funds um, into a bank in Switzerland. People found out about it. And so and that's all of that. his things. That, <laughs> and, and that's that. Yeah, he, he has not been caught by law enforcement yet, however. I'm sorry, is he like on the uh, run somewhere? So law enforcement in multiple countries have built and are building cases against him and many others. But they don't, we don't know exactly what I they're planning. I want to know about the many uh, others. What's happening with the many others? What? Yeah. Are like, there many what? Joe Lowe's out there? Is this like a, I, it, I feel like this is like a lifestyle though. You know, like I feel like he's definitely not the only one who is out there. Fake it till like, you make it. Using dirty money to do and buy things. So... All of his stuff was bought with dirty money. His, um, his yacht, his private jet, all of the art that he owns. Real estate. I mean, just... And uh, he bought a, a $27 million, 22-carat diamond pink necklace. A necklace? With his a necklace yeah, with his for dirty $22 million? Like, no fucking necklace is worth necklace. $22 million. Are you shitting $27 million. $27 27 million. Yep. I hate this world. And so, yeah. So um, all of his assets were seized. His yacht, his jet, his art, everything got taken away. But they haven't been able to catch him. Where the fuck is like, he? Um, it says if he's in China, uh, it's not easy to extradite him unless the Chinese government decides a good oh, idea. That's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, all of this happened three years ago and they still haven't caught him. Like he's, it, it just, it feels like he's gotten away with it. You know, he might not have his yacht anymore, but he's still out there. No, he's, he's going to be sad. He's, we can know that he's probably very sad though, because that yacht was his childhood dream. <laughs> it, it definitely seems like it. it. Oh, he's been trying to buy a new smaller yacht. Apparently. <laughs> Who found him? Who found him trying to build this yacht? I thought that he was on the run from officials. I know, right? Also, I, he was, let's see. It says, it says that um, 
he was apparently seen at one point uh, drinking wine in Hong Kong. Uh, I was super, really super specific location. I was really hoping um, that you were going to say not wine, but he was going to be drinking the alcohol that was poured over women breasts. <laughs> I wish. I wish. That's what he was trying to buy. Um, I guess that they saw him back in July of 2018. Oh, that's recent. Um, Yeah, uh, he has been staying at various hotels. Um, He was trying to buy a boat boat and moor it in at the uh, Royal Hong Kong Yacht Club. He just fucking wants a yacht so bad. (laughs) Dude, he does. This website says he's been trying to buy a new smaller yacht, possibly as a last ditch escape route. I feel like it's it's mostly to fill that hole in his childhood. So what the heart wants, what the heart wants. But if there's like literally, I feel as though if there's anything that like is the best escape route, it's probably getting on a boat and just going. I mean, he's not wrong. I I mean, I feel like probably the middle of the ocean is a good place for nobody to find you. No, and then there's plenty of food if you're happy only eating fish. Like, fuck vegetables. Only fish. Yeah, just a soul protein diet. Why not? (laughs) Healthy. Keto. Healthy. Super healthy. So, um, maybe I'll check in on what, how, you know, things are going in Jolo's life, but, uh, that's what I've got I, for you this uh, week, That Kaylee. was marvelous, Katie. I love that celebrities were paying him to go to his parties. To go to his parties. Yeah, basically just to be seen with him. Like, who the fuck is this guy? I've never heard of him in my life. And for some reason, like Leonardo DiCaprio is like, oh, you know who I was hanging out with? Jolo. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned specifically Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, because Joe Lowe was the person who funded him being in the movie The Wolf of Are Wall Street. Are you fucking with me right now? No, I'm not. Oh my god. He funded that movie with dirty money. <gasps> no! Of course that movie was funded with dirty money. How could it Isn't not that have? ironic as That's fuck? So is the, the, the irony in that situation is just top oh, notch. That's delicious. I love it, right? Oh, Oh, I'm so glad that movie about was money laundering one. was funded by money laundering. <laughs> I have such a big smile on my face right now. Like, of course it was. <laughs> yep. Just, of course of it course was. Of course it was. I feel like that's a lot of life nowadays. It's just, of course it was. <laughs> of course it was, right? I, I, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. <laughs> well, hey, for being gone for two months, you fucking brought it. You brought it to the table. Thank you. Thank you. I, I still like the Fabergé egg topic better, but Fab- um, God, man, I talked about, I talked about Fabergé eggs and then I just, I couldn't, I couldn't talk about anything after that because I was so appalled by I them. feel like we just gotta, instead of you, I feel like maybe I should be the person who focuses on like people and stupid events because that's what I've done lately. And then I think you sure. need to focus on like shitty items. <laughs> Just ridiculous like, items. I'm dev. I'm gonna. I'm bringing a ridiculous item next time, to yeah. the table next week. Oh, yes, I'm here yes. for a ridiculous item. I'm sure you can find something as stupid as a Fabergé egg. Right. Ah, I will try my damnedest. But Haley, what do you have us for? Have for us? I got this something. Week? I got something real good for you, Gates. You got something real good. I got something real good for you. <laughs> What is it, Haley? Tell me what it is. I'll tell you. Okay, I'm going to start this bitch off with a quote. (laughs) 
perfect. Love it already. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing too hard. Um, the quote is, I must apologize for not appearing before you in peacock blue plush, wearing a diamond and sapphire tiara, a turquoise dog collar, ropes of pearls and slippers studded with Burma rubies, but I prefer and have always preferred scotch tweed. Quoted from Henry Paget, 1904, age 29. The fuck? <laughs> This is a quote from Henry Cyril Paget, the fifth Marquis of Anglesey. Anglesey. We're so bad with pronunciation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whoever lives in this particular city or place in Wales, I don't know. Um, it's it's spelled Angle and then S Y. So, Ang Ang. Yes. Anglesey. <laughs> Seems like Anglesey to me. Oh, yes, I'm, I'm familiar with Anglesey, sure, of course. <laughs> so, anyway, Henry, as the fifth marquee, is also known as the dancing marquee. Love it. <laughs> We're going to get to that, but first let me introduce you to, to our dear Henry. Uh, Henry was born in 1875 to a famous military hero. And the military hero had lost his leg in the Battle of uh, Waterloo and became famous for that reason. Uh, so his, sure. his father was the fourth Marquis. And naturally, that's, uh, yes. And uh, basically there were... <laughs> that's how numbers work. <laughs> Welcome to Outrageously Unnecessary, where, you te where we teach you how numbers work. And what comes next, Katie? What comes next? <laughs> um... So anyways, there were a lot of rumors that went around Henry's true parentage. Uh, a lot of people thought that his true father may not have been Mr. Lost My Leg in the Battle of Waterloo, but they thought that his true father <laughs> might have been a French actor called uh, Benoit Constant Coquelin. Quacklin. I'm sorry, I don't speak. Yes, my name is Mr. Lost My Leg in the Battle of Waterloo. <laughs> so, so it's either his father was Lost My Leg in the Battle of Waterloo or French actor. And super big, like, variation in those two what? jobs. I don't see it. Like, I don't see it. No. So uh, to me, it's a little unsurprising <laughs> that people thought that uh, Mr. French actor was his father because for some reason, sure. for some reason, Henry lived with the actor's sister from the ages of two to eight. So why would he live with her if not for the fact that that was his father, right? right? Uh, but anyways, he uh, so his mother died when he was two. So I guess his dad was like, yeah, go live with the actor. Um <laughs> and, but then Henry okay. moved back to Wales uh, because his dad married for a third time and had the household in order or something. Uh, but in Wales, he led an incredibly lonely childhood. He was like really isolated. So like, shit, life's not amazing for you, Henry. Uh, like Damn. people, people were always saying that he was just a little, a little bit weird, a little bit un-English. And uh, sure, because... Sure. 1800s um until it's 1898 henry's father dies and this is battle of waterloo not actor um waterloo waterloo dies <laughs> waterloo daddy dies sure oh is that the title of this episode waterloo daddy dies <laughs> waterloo 
Daddy dies. <laughs> that, My crowning that's moment. That's it. We found it. Done. I don't even need to continue this story. We, we're done. Um, anyways, Waterloo dies. Henry takes over the title of Marquis. Uh, he becomes the fifth Marquis, and he also gains yes. the fortune uh, that goes along with his family and his title. Of a lot, yeah, he uh, gets uh, he gets a fortune of um, one hundred ten. Wait, let me guess. Okay, continue. Oh, I was gonna guess like two hundred thousand dollars, eighteen hundred. Yeah, right. you're actually very close. It was one hundred and ten thousand pounds per year. Uh, do you want to take a guess as to how much oh that is worth God. in today's money? Per, per year? year? I don't know. I tell me. Tell 11 me. million pounds. How much is that in dollars? Roughly the same. A little bit more than dollars. Sure. Okay. So 11 million dollars a yeah. year. Um, Jesus. So, uh, and isolated and French actor raised 23 year old was just given 11 million pounds a year. How is this not going to go just swimmingly? I, someone didn't think it through all the way. Clearly Waterloo needed to hold on a little bit longer. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> Waterloo, daddy, why did you leave us? <laughs> Waterloo, daddy, you shouldn't have run off. <laughs> he didn't run off, Haley. He didn't have one leg. <laughs> He hobbled off. <laughs> he hopped like the lamp and all the, like the, <laughs> the fucking candlestick and Beauty and the Beast. Is that what you're trying to reference? No, I'm trying to reference the, the Pixar lamp. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Could all I mean, that it, that does hop. OK, anyways, Henry goes hard. Uh, he's expected by society to get married and to make heirs. So he marries his cousin Lillian, naturally. Um, <laughs> it's the 1800s. Why wouldn't he marry his cousin? <laughs> this is before they knew Love that it. this Love created it. dumb babies. But we have nothing to worry about. <laughs> we have nothing to worry about in terms of dumb babies because he ends up not having children with her. Um well, thank God. Now he's just doinking his cousin. <laughs> Except for he's not. So uh, apparently on their honeymoon, they went. To, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get over doinking. <laughs> um, on their honeymoon, they went to Paris and Henry bought an entire window display of jewels. And then he had Lillian Bose with them draped over her nude body. He. Oh, my God. <laughs> Haley, tell me there are pictures. It's not, unfortunately, but he like he, he wrote about it or something in his journals. Uh, but he just looked and didn't touch her, though, because after three years of them being married, the marriage was dissolved under the pretense of having never been consummated. <gasps> what? <laughs> so he wasn't doinking he his cousin. He wasn't doinking his cousin. He just wanted to look at her perfect form covered in jewels. And then that was his happiness. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what? I want my wedding night to be like that. I'll tell, I'll tell yes, Jenna right away. Go cover yourself in jewels. <laughs> go cover yourself in jewels and I'm going to look from afar. I'm gonna s that brings me pleasure. I'm going to sit here in this chair in the corner. And you're going to cover yourself in jewels and you're going to do it in a pose. I don't want you to move or go anywhere. Don't even like play with the jewels or anything. I'm just going to stare from over here and you're just going to sit there. 
I'll be over here and you'll be over there. And that is and it. And there's going to be an entire window display of jewels between us. <laughs> that is weird as weird fuck. Weird as fuck. It gets weirder. Um, yeah. So uh, you are now 26 years old. Your wife is gone. You've discovered you have a taste for a shitload of jewels. What you going to do? What you going to do with all your entire fortune? You're going to spend it on parties, jewels, furs, costumes, etc., including a car modeled after a Pullman rail car complete with leather furniture and a Baroque carved ceiling. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, he had a car, which there's no pictures of it, but um, he had uh, it modeled after like a very fancy uh, train car. Okay. With leather furniture and uh, a carved ceiling in a Baroque fashion. What is a Baroque fashion? Uh, Baroque is a period. Of, it's an art period of time. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's got this lavish as fuck mm-hmm. car. Don't worry. We're not going to hear anything more about the car. Uh, because mostly what he is famous for is spending his money to uh, complete his dreams of becoming a performer. Uh, oh, what kind of performer, Haley? Tell me what kind of performer. Our dear darling Henry fucking remodels his family chapel into a theater that he dubs the gaiety. Uh, Oh my God. He starts putting on plays. He hires actors from London. He, some of the outfits for one performance alone were believed to have cost in excess of 46 million pounds. (gasps) What the fuck? (laughs) Um, He was basically an early 1900s Elton John. With the way that he dressed. I'm going to send you. Please tell me there's there pictures. Are, there's so many pictures. Let me just. Uh, let me just send this to you right now. It's it's pretty great. Come on. Paste. Oh, no. Uh, I'm so excited. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So Discord's being there. stupid. Uh, uh, come on. This. I am on the edge of my seat. Oh my literally. God, it's literally, sorry. Google Docs is being so stupid right now. Let me just, uh, oh no, I had, Thanks for I had with so us, many pictures lined up and it's just being the worst right now. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm on, I'm on Google. We'll get here. Uh-huh. Sure. There we, Still on the edge of my seat. There you go. <gasps> Yes. Isn't he beautiful? Oh my God. He's incredible. Describe what you're seeing to me. So, um, he's, he's got this mustache. First of all, (laughs) I love that that's the first thing that you go for. Um, he's got this weird, like waterfall mustache that I am not into. I would call it a hipster mustache of today. Sure. Yeah. And he's got this hat on, Haley, that has uh, basically what looks like the Legend of Zelda Triforce feathers coming up around his head. Accurate, accurate description. I think he's wearing a skirt or a dress um, with lots of rhinestones, that's for sure. (laughs) He's got some really nice rings on his left hand. The pose that he's doing is intriguing. To say the least. <laughs> Why is it intriguing, Katie? Do go on. Um, well, let's just say that if he were naked, 
the goodies would not be hidden. I feel as though they would mostly be on display. He's he's hanging it all out for everyone to see. Sure. I mean, it's not like spread eagle status, but it's he's not naked in the Let's picture. Let's another but, one. What the fuck? What is he wearing on his head? <laughs> By the way, he's known so, for his headdresses. <laughs> so again, mustache situation uncomfortable. <laughs> it his mustache is almost doing like a wide Hitler, but with points on the ends that are facing. <laughs> he's wearing a rhinestone encrusted helmet with what looks like cotton candy on the top they're definitely tiny little plumes like they're not like super long feathers they're just little poofs but then he's got like a tablecloth on as a dress that had babies with a quilt and made this outfit with a belt facing the wrong way and tights and ballet shoes like I think that it kind of looks as though his necklace is uh, the tassel you might pull off of a curtain oh you mean his necklace that goes down to his dick (laughs) yeah the exact same It does. It looks like something that would like open the blinds or something. <laughs> like, like, like your grandma's. It is a fucking yeah. Your, your grandma's nasty ass old curtains that's got like the gold tassel rope. He's like it, it, the top part of his outfit is shaped like a kite. <laughs> like, oh my god, oh my god! It only gets better. So he's definitely got a pedo stash in this picture. <clears throat> Um, again, dime like rhinestone encrusted tiara this time with what looks like eyes on it. Looks like it's got two it does evil look eyes. A little bit like it's staring into my soul, much like Majora's Mask would. It definitely does. Um, again, wearing <laughs> a tablecloth quilt combination. <laughs> He's very fond of um, no pants. Uh, yeah, he definitely likes the tights look. Um, women's shoes, naturally. Mm-hmm. He's rocking them heels, um, them silk heels. He's definitely got a flowy ass shirt on. Um, I mean, I just. It, what was he going for? What was he going for? <laughs> what he was going for was. Um, he basically just wanted to be a really elaborate and sexual dancer. And so, oh my God, yeah, so he, it looks yeah, like, so it. like I said, he dressed like the Elton John of the early 1900s. Um, he would put on Dude. a costume of diamond and sapphire tiaras, transparent white robes, dog collars, the works transparent white yep. robes because everybody wants to see what's going on in his situation. <laughs> Just showing off them goodies for the world to see. If you got it, flaunt it. No shame. Uh, no shame. No shame. Absolutely not. Uh, his most famous performance number was called the Butterfly. And... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's wonderful. Haley, tell me he was gay oh, as fuck. He because he's, you know why he never consummated his marriage with his mm. wife? Because he's gay as fuck and also his cousin. Yeah, so uh, the cousin thing wouldn't have bothered him. You know this to be true by now. Um, 
But anyways, yeah, no. So there's a quote from somewhere in the 1970s that someone said that he was like uh, the most prominent gay figure in uh, that time. But of course, like, I don't know if he was out as gay, but he definitely would perform Oscar Wilde plays, which. um, Oh, which are super gay. Yeah, so Oscar Wilde, (laughs) hella gay. And at that time, Oscar Wilde was actually under persecution for being open. And uh, so it was usually a no no to, to do his place but henry said fuck you i'm doing them anyway um yeah yeah i mean and he said it and he he made a point about it queen um so anyways uh the butterfly dance is where he earned his nickname of the dancing marquee uh he would perform quote sinuous sexy snake-like dances (laughs) (laughs) oh my god inspired by renowned american dancer Oh, Louie? Louie? How do you pronounce a name that's L-O-I-E? Mm. <laughs> <Loy>. <laughs> I'll go with Loy. Question mark. Um, I'm going to go with Loy. Loy Fuller uh, was, was his inspiration for this. Uh, but basically, he would wear a voluminous robe of transparent white silk and would be waving them like butterfly wings. Uh, that is absolutely Also incredible. during intermission, he would pass out photos of himself to audience members in various poses. I love it. You know what? It's a very, what a pure way to spend your fortune. Yeah. On doing gay plays. <laughs> I mean, God knows. He he just, you know, I just went and saw Bohemian Rhapsody today and it's got me thinking about Freddie Mercury. And I really feel like this guy and Freddie Mercury would have gotten along real fucking well. I was going to say something about that. Yes, that's who he makes me think of. And kind of with the stash too, huh? Oh, absolutely with the yeah. stash. Okay, so uh, we're we're gonna take a downturn here and uh, get a little sad. Um, oh. I know. So uh, I'm gonna quote this next bit from an article on him from the Daily Post. Uh, because it just puts it so much better than I ever could. So, quote, uh, his six years of relentless spending and ritzy lifestyle could not go on as he outspent even his fabulous wealth. In June of 1904, he he filed for bankruptcy, uh, owing his creditors the modern-day equivalent of, oh my, 250,000, wait, 250 million pounds sorry holy shit at first i thought it was two hundred fifty thousand dollars but i realized that there was three extra zeros on the end of that um he spent that money in six six years years. he had it from the time that he was 23 until he was 29 um so lists of debtors included like people he owed money to included world famous jewelers uh morris wartsky don't know who that is but apparently this dude was owed uh roughly 13 million dollars in today's money um dobson's sounds like a car company but probably not uh was owed twenty one thousand three hundred pounds don't know how much that is in today's money um henry was forced to remortgage the estate and the vast number of belongings he had amassed over the short time since inheriting the fortune 
and then he sold off, uh, uh, yeah, all of his belongings were sold off to recoup some of the money. Um, most of sure. his debtors got their money back in an auction, which lasted 40 days. Oh my God. Eight catalogs and a massive 17,000 lots going under the hammer. So 17,000 uh, items were up for sale. Uh, for 40 days, they auctioned off his yeah. shit. Oh, my God. I can't imagine owning that much shit. Are you even kidding me? Today, I bought a pizza stove <laughs> for my oven, and I don't know where I'm going to put it. I mean, I, 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 I'm speechless. I don't own 17,000 things. Maybe really tiny things. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe with Jenna's books included, maybe, but holy Fuck. I'm feeling like I hit like a couple thousand, but not 17,000. It's certainly not 17,000 right? items that I could sell. Yeah, 17,000 items that you can auction off and make money off of. Like most of my items consist of like Play-Doh and... You do have like, a strange amount of, of Play-Doh. I'm playing with Play-Doh right now. <laughs> I expect nothing less of you. <laughs> no, of course. I mean, it's just like... Just how? How? Yeah, so uh, anyways, his love of jewelry was reflected in the items on sale, which included treasure chests of pearls, gold cigarette cases (gasps) studded with rubies, cars, boats, animals. Uh, I don't know if that means that the gold... I don't know if this means like... Gold studded real animals um, or like I'm trying to decide if it's if the quote means that the cigarette cases were studded with rubies and had like engravings of cars, boats and animals or if they were literally selling animals. God, I hope they were selling. Yeah. So, uh, oh, the auction included the world's largest collection of walking sticks with their handles encrusted with amethysts and emeralds. I, uh, oh my God. Gotta just, walk fancy. Just absolutely. Gotta walk fancy. Hashtag gotta walk fancy. Oh, let's Haley. get that trending. If you listen to us and you're on hashtag Twitter, hashtag gotta walk gotta walk fancy. Gotta <laughs> Now, now the words gotta walk fancy don't sound like real words. That no. oh, hashtag gotta, hashtag walk, fancy. gotta walk fancy. Um, so his jewel collection alone was worth uh over 80,000 pounds. Um, wow, his wardrobe like- uh astonished many uh, as hundreds of silken dressing gowns, a robe lined with squirrel fur. Why the fuck would you <laughs> want squirrel fur? <laughs> better animals that you could get to line your robe and you go to nope, squirrel squirrel squirrels line it with squirrels but sir line it with squirrels that could also be our episode title god wait, wait i'm writing this down do we want line it with squirrels <laughs> or do what was the other one uh waterloo daddy's dead <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, no. Do you think it would be possible for me to do a Twitter poll on this before I release this episode? <laughs> I I think that you should. I absolutely think you should. Okay. I'll do that on my private. Light it to oh, squirrels. Light it with squirrels. Uh, 
People are going to have to wait until the very end of this episode to figure out what the fuck the title means. True, very true. But I mean, I think it's well worth the wait. <laughs> hashtag gotta walk fancy line with squirrels. Wait, I also need to write down hashtag gotta walk fancy. Hold up. Thank you for writing those down because I never would have remembered them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing too hard. I've only got like three sentences left. Okay. Um, okay. So squirrel fur. Uh, he had hundreds of pairs of shoes in leather, crocodile skin, suede, and tapestry slippers. Is this a, you found a tapestry you liked and just made a pair of slippers out of them? I don't know. <laughs> God, you see those curtains there? Yes. Make them into slippers. I like the way those look. I want them on my feet. Yeah, right. Like, okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, all of that was sold in order to make his debts. Um, but unfortunately, um, as as it often happens, uh, the good died young. Uh, so he ended up dying at the age of 29 from tuberculosis. This was six months after the auction. Um, from couldn't live without all that. Yeah, so, uh, he died of tuberculosis and, uh, what's super shit is that the next in line for his title ended up like burning everything having to do with him. So it's pretty remarkable that we have any like info and pictures on him at all because they basically were like, he brought shame upon this estate, turned the, turned the theater back into the family chapel and then, uh. Well, I feel like he shouldn't have turned the family chapel into the theater in the I first mean, place. A, but I guess I yeah, understand. Yeah, it is a little bit sacrilegious, I would say. Yeah, just, just a little bit. bit. But uh, do you remember the quote that I gave you uh, at the beginning of this? Sure do. Uh, do you remember the end of it? Saying what he truly preferred? Something about tweed. Tweed? Yep. I'm going to go ahead and send you a picture then of him in... Well, not tweed, but in normal people clothes. Aww. So he's actually quite cute. That's he's wearing like a really big, big ass tie. Yeah, that is and a big ass sun hat. But I mean, it's better than it's better than, you know, his diamond encrusted helmet. I don't know. I'm just saying with the diamond encrusted helmet, like the stare he's given the camera is really just like mm, Vogue. 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 Yeah. He, he 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 looks like he was a hell of a guy, but um, tuberculosis was a hell of a disease sure back then. Sure was. It's... God. Yep. <laughs> Haley, that, I mean, I don't know how the fuck you find these people, but you find them. I, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I have to give credit to a different podcast that I listened to called The Box of Oddities. They did a little 15 minute stint on him and I was fascinated. So I wrote it down and I was well, like, I need to know more. <laughs> He was an excellent topic Thank of choice. Thank you. So was Jolo. Uh, Jolo. Uh, Jolo and um, Henry the yep. Fifth. Oh, I like these boys. These are good mm, boys. Mm, <laughs> well, mm, I would say mm, both mm, of them are pretty shit boys, but. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> terrible absolutely. people. But you know what? Make for very entertaining. <laughs> entertaining stories. Yes. Um, and on, on, on that note, I mean. You know, I, I just uh, thank you again for, uh, yeah. for listening to uh, Outrageously yeah. Unnecessary. Join us next Join time. Join us next time. Where we'll figure out what the title of our podcast ha is while we're doing yep. it. Uh, hashtag gotta walk fancy. Hashtag gotta walk fancy. Hashtag 
squirrel fur. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this latest episode. We put a lot of, um, effort into it. Again, questions, comments, outrageously unnecessary at gmail.com. Tot top.